Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Today is Sunday, April the 10th, recording live from the nation's capital. It is (laughs) freezing here. I'm your host, Giovanni Brousseau, founder of Poplitz.com, and this is Season 2 of Poplitz Radio. Today's panel consists of New York model Anthony Johns. Hi, Anthony. Hi. <laughs> and a uh, friend of the site, uh, we've known for quite a while, Devin Giddings. How are you doing, Devin? I'm pretty good, yourself. I'm great. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> before we get started, uh, I, I think I told Devin this. Um, I have to say that I, I probably really wanted to have this episode because for like the last three or four weeks, after every single show, I kept saying that I had these two on, or I had you two on, and the following week, and was wrong repeatedly. And I said, what is wrong with me? Like, I have everything in my schedule. Everything is on my calendar down to, like, waking clients up in the morning. Um, so I'm glad we were finally <laughs> able to get it together. I'm glad I'm to have you two on. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm allowed a little bit of a blonde moment every now and then. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to be appropriate. I advertised the show. I think I, I think I wrote it in the last article advertising it that I had two male Adonises on, and Devin I know is married. Um, I'm not exactly sure the uh, orientation of the other person, so I'm going to try not to be hung up on, or I have to fight anyone. <laughs> I have my ass beat. So it. it, it Devin's husband is like an island guy, so mm-hmm. so um, right up the boat. <laughs> yeah, I might work out every day, but I don't, I'm not quite sure if I'm, if I'm ready for an island fight. Now, <laughs> <laughs> moving along, um, rapper Azalea Banks is currently going to be sued by former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin for saying that she deserved to get gang raped by quote unquote the biggest burliest of black men and accusing her of spreading them cheeks for Mr. Donald J. Trump. I don't know how you two feel about this, but um, if, if you've seen his wife, I don't necessarily think that he needs to cheat. Um, <laughs> did you get a chance to, to see this little back and forth that, um, that Azalea and um, um, Sarah Palin had, Devin? I didn't, but I kind of already knew what was going on because I know both of their personalities. From what I see, well, I don't know them personally, but you know, I kind of can gauge how they both are, and they both are nuts. <laughs> like <laughs> the bottom line, I'm like they're both crazy. And Azalea Banks is either like hit or miss with her comments. She's either really on point or she's really off. And I've always called her the female Kanye because it's like, I'm like, girl, shut up. I get it. Wait a minute now. Now, one of them is actually successful. Well, I'm mean, as far as I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe for the mental I, I capacity, I possibly. That's my bank account. That's my bank account. That's my actual mouth itself. It's like, yes, Kanye does have the, the, the talent to back up what he's saying, but he's still in that case, and she's the same way. So I'm like, okay, I get it. You feel a certain way about this, black rights, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I completely understand it, but it's how you say things. I think that's the problem, and that's why they, that's why people see us in this light because of how, how, how stuff like that. Like you don't always have to be, you know, so aggressive when you're speaking up for yourself or speaking out against somebody. You can say things in a very tactful way without looking for the I don't think she understands that yet. I don't think it's aggressive. I think that she just missed a med- uh, uh, that she's missed a, a round or two of medication. Um, that's really all that I can chalk that up to. She is really certifiable crazy. Um, what What is your take on that, Anthony? But it's funny because she will not shut up, and Iggy says anything that's on her, her mind. That's like Tia, that's away from her. I don't know. She wants to be this thug, and she'll attack anyone, even like even the Bailey. So I, I think she's trying to get her black card by calling her a 
white cracker. He's dealing with uh, making you start relevant through politics. Well, I hope that's not. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, but um, hopefully she will not be voting for him. Iggy wants to be the bad girl. No, no. First, let me uh, differentiate the two. Oh, you mentioned Lord. Iggy, and um, that's a, that's a different rapper. There's the uh, the white rappers Iggy Azalea and oh, Azalea, Azalea Banks. I always get them confused. <laughs> I know. Azalea Banks, who is she? <laughs> Azalea Banks, oh, she's the black said, girl. Who is she? No, exactly. Banks, who is she? No, that's, that's the point. Yeah, but that's, I don't know that is the whole is. point. No one knows who she is. Yeah, I just oh, discussed this on um, uh, Breitbart podcast yesterday with um, Sonny Johnson. And, like, she literally said, I have one thing to say, and I'm going to walk away and drop the mic. She said, who, and this will be my one F-bomb, you know, I'm trying who to stop you. Who really the fuck who is Cecilia Banks? Who, no one knows who, who, who she, she is. She said, I am a hip-hop fan, and I've never heard her fucking music. Well, that was two. But, uh, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, so, like, why do you want to sue someone? I mean, it's just, like, she's, like, it, so irrelevant. It, it, right. And then to, to come back and do that, the, the other thing that, um, that Sonny had mentioned was that she's pimping conservative media because I, I've really only have been hearing of her in the last maybe couple of years because she, I mean, she started saying some stuff about um, – it was a fight with her and Iggy Azalea. She was upset over, you know, she's white, and she took her name, uh, allegedly, even though Azalea is the name of a fucking flower. Oh, <laughs> having a fun cursing today. You can't, like, you can't, like, claim a, a, a flower as your name, really. Knock it off. Um, but it started with, with those two beefing, and then she said, you all don't support me because I'm black, but you'll follow her. Republicans, I guess a couple jumped in, jumped into that, and she's been riding that wave. Um, she's really pimping Republicans for for press. I mean, she wrote like an open letter to um, Sarah Palin, and when I saw it, because it appeared on my phone, I said, "Wait a minute!" But she just said she announced deleting her Twitter because of how disgusting American media is. But yet, you're on social media saying that someone deserves to get a train ran on him. Yeah. Pot meat kettle. And, and oh, you, you know what? You need to reinvent yourself. Like, find, another, find something else. Like, find another way of getting your point across. Because speaking is not your thing. It really isn't. Um, I mean, but hey, she's like, Donald Trump isn't the only one who's going to be getting some press around here these days. She decided <laughs> to jump in on that way. But look, whether you like her or not, I mean, that's a pretty sick thing to say. Um, I don't know if you remember the interviewer who uh, covered Michael Jackson um, for that big documentary, Martin Bashir. He was fired for saying that someone should defecate in Sarah Palin's mouth. Like the woman hasn't been in office in years. Like that is sick. (laughs) I I mean, that's nothing compared to what she said. She's another one who I don't understand. I feel her speak. I don't think her brain is actually on most of the time. I, I don't. I don't think so because sometimes it seems like she's an autopilot to me. But I don't dislike her. I think. She, I think she's kind of airheaded. I don't dislike her at all. I would never wish anything like that. But you know, I don't. I'm, I don't know. I'm weird. I'm very nonchalant with most things in life, so I just don't care. I mean, as long as it's not affecting be, me, I really don't care. Okay, and that's but that's the other point I made. Why are you giving this woman all this attention? When she doesn't hold any any titles, um, all she did was endorse Donald Trump. That was it. Like I see, she doesn't really hold any level of influence. And the chance of him picking her as the vice president probably isn't going to happen just because of the way people feel about her, uh, some Republicans included. I mean, why pick a loser anyway? She lost. Uh, she didn't make it as VP the last time, but... Anyway, um, I'm going to leave that one alone. <clears throat> Next up, uh, Janet Jackson, at the ripe old age of 49, has just announced that she's going to get pregnant and is taking time off in the middle of a damn tour, mind you, uh, to have a baby. Uh, 
not just in having a baby, now she's uh, putting this tour on hold. No one's supposed to be getting their money back for an entire year. Um, I believe it's like, oh, I'm just, I just feel like getting pregnant. And uh, see you in 2017. Um, <laughs> any thoughts on a 50-year-old lady uh, getting pregnant? I am so happy for her. She needs to get pregnant. She wants, you know what, she always wanted kids. And when she went through the whole Jermaine Dupree breakup, I guess she actually never thought about having kids, but she said, like, the first person she ever wanted to have kids with was with Dupree. So, but, I mean, if you pay for a 50-year-old person concert ticket that wants to dance and perform, I mean, that's a risk. Like, she's 49, going on 50. She can't really move. She's not that fit. So, I mean, that, I mean, I would never do that. I would never pay to go to see her concert now. Oh. I mean, probably when she did, she did the uh, Red Velvet, but I was like 17, so I wasn't even old enough. You know? I know, so like, that was kind of, like a while ago now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that was like her best tour. It was like, but, you know, she's, I don't know. She's she's kind of cocky by saying um, you'll get your money back next year because I'm Janet. <laughs> so I guess she would have put her family first, and maybe the church should have waited after. I personally think that Anthony is pulling a late April Fool's joke on us because I do not believe that you are 17. When that tour happened, <laughs> how old was I? Oh, was that '99? So I was like 14. If it's '99, because I was in the '90s. I was in the '90s. '99, yeah. I she did another tour age. in 2001. Then she followed up, I like, oh, with a really good tour in 2001, and that's when she was really sick. She looked really good back then. But I don't know. I I, I just feel like the only person. I've ever paid to see in concert was Beyonce, which was awesome, and she and she never canceled her date. And, and you know, you just have to. I mean, if a person haven't did a tour like in over 15 years, you kind of putting yourself at risk. I mean, Whitney. I mean, she didn't. Not, I think she completed her tour, but it was kind of rough for her. I love how my thoughts are like. I'm concerned about her health. And you're concerned about the um, the risk of the audience members, <laughs> yes, <laughs> or whether you're going to actually get to see anything decent. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, like she can't, you know, like I saw her videos on the um, YouTube um, last year, and everyone was so excited. Like I got to get my Janet Jackson ticket, but it just didn't look the same. It was just like the same she had on the same costume. I mean, so no, why would just so like this is what I do? I usually go on the performance on YouTube to see if I want to see you. So if I see your uh, performance on like the whole media thing and it sucks, I'm not buying my tickets to see you. Hell no, no. You know, the other thing is we fail to realize, you know, as cruel as I can be sometimes, I still acknowledge they're human. I mean, she's fifty. She's 50 years old. I mean, what we're comparing her to, she was like in her 30s, you yeah, know, that, that time period. So, she was um, be 50. Like, she was really good. I mean, 49, close. She's 50 oh, next yeah, month. But it's, it's tough um, <laughs> trying to compare someone to, you know, multiple decades ago. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. How do you feel about this 50-year-old lady uh, getting married, getting uh, pregnant, Devin? Okay, I'm excited this whole thing. I feel like, one, it's a possible out because she's tired. Like, I think she's tired. Like, she isn't in the shape that she used to be. And it's old. Don't get me wrong. You know, Janet is Janet. She don't have to do a damn thing. She doesn't have to do a tour. She could, she could have actually dropped off. That's the same after all. You amazing. I do think it's going to be a because after what? I think after the it's like we're still going to have kids. No, exactly. At so 35. 
Well, I mean, you know, you should go over there. You should not. You got be careful with that. What if she gets like, since she's so wealthy, she probably get like new eggs or something. This would be like an opportunity. I mean, I think I heard years ago that she had hers frozen. I mean, but it doesn't, I mean, in my opinion, it doesn't matter. Like, your body is not meant to do that. You know, Mariah Carey, and she got pregnant in her 40s. And, you know, she's so dramatic. And she was like, oh, it was so bad. I didn't think I'd ever be able to walk again. And I was like, really? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, my girl was huge. Are you saw how thick she was? I mean, she, I would never forget. And I, I guarantee you. I know a tiny bit about production. When they shot the, that Christmas special that um, there was at the National Building Museum here while she was pregnant, like there was a very slow, um, in, a very slow start intro, intro with the camera, with the um, music starting, and then it hit her right before like the first note. And you see this woman dressing in a tent. I mean, she looked like an opera singer. I mean. She she was beyond the stage of form fitting clothes. She looked like she was shaped like a Christmas tree, and my mouth dropped. Um, and, and I hardly recognized her um, as <laughs> as a person. But yeah, after forty is a risk. At thirty five, if you're in labor, they already put you in some special, um, you know, high risk. Um, uh, part of the hospital as it is, a high-risk designation. So, I mean, this at 50, like, that, is, that isn't healthy for you or the baby. Your body is not meant to do it. Exactly. No, That's meant to be 60, 65 years old with a teenager. And, right. Her husband's 41. So he probably wants kids. Now, how you marry like a younger guy, Eight years older, I mean, she should have expected that, you know, with them. No kids, no kids, no kids, no kids. I'm sure no, but, Right. I, I think, in my opinion, and I love her, but I think the tour wasn't doing well. But hey, as far as uh, doing damage control, if, if you're. If you're on tour and it's failing, there are other things that you can do to revise it or to revive it. She knows what to do for attention. She knows all she has to do is go rip a titty out. Then, people, then plenty of people will start coming to wait for it to happen again. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, you know, but, again, you know, 30-something-year-old Janet is different than 50-something-year-old Janet. It's a, it's a different ball game now. And it's a different titty as well. And so, so different like Madonna who... Madonna stays trying to fight for relevancy. Madonna makes sure she looks the same way all the time. And that's why I mentioned that the, and that actually was not a joke about ripping the titty out. You did see that did, did, uh, Madonna just pulled someone's boob out on stage. Did you yeah. see that? And not just. Yes. So Janet can actually at one point in time can actually perform. Madonna kind of needs something else because she's not really a strong performer. She's not a strong singer. Well, at least so he's not like, falling off. At least Janet's not falling all off the damn stage, <laughs> like Madonna. Very true. Very true. I have enough more sex because she's been around for the last. She's been. She somehow maintained her relevancy the last past forty fifty years. I give it to her, but she has always been like a gimmick or controversy or something else outside of her actual talent that kept her alive. Uh, yes, and just inside of 57. 52? That's all? Um, no, 57. Oh, okay. Diana. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew she, she had Janet by a little bit. Yeah, she yeah. like pushing 60. Yep, definitely. And and I just I have to mention sidebar that uh, as Anthony said that Madonna's always doing something to keep her relevancy outside of her music, and um, the last thing that she made news for aside from pulling out a minor's boob, which is pretty damn bad actually, um, <laughs> she made the news in New York up there with you guys for creating her own parking space. Like her team went as far as painting the curb yellow. Buying actual no parking signs and putting it like folding signs in front of the parking space 
And they engraved no parking into the sidewalk or onto the curb next to the parking space. I mean, that is just clever. And how she did this and got away with it for like as long as she did, I think that you, know, you tried that, it's only fine. I'm pretty sure if one of us were to pour cement and engrave no parking into the ground, we'd be in jail in New York. <laughs> exactly. Especially, uh, that's a bit much. Sorry, that's a bit much. Yes. Um. It, so you know that was some big news that she made outside of her talent. And if any of us were were to go to jail for that, I'm pretty sure it would be Devin, because they'd go look him up. They would look him up, and they would find that picture of him with that steak knife, that butcher knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lock his black ass up. Nah. Right. He's nah, a threat. I'm, I'm, He's I'm, a threat I'm, to society. Yes. He'll be tied up in the back of a of a police van with no seatbelt. I'll be crying like, "Mommy, come get me!" <laughs> oh my God, um, it's awful. Um, all right. So uh, the latest reality star to experience the reality TV divorce curse is Real Housewives of Atlanta star Cynthia Bailey. Now this one, this is pretty bad. I mean, they—I don't think they ever stood a chance. Um, her and Peter Thomas. This one was called All the Way Back to Their Wedding Day when her mother threw the epic shade of hiding their marriage certificate. <clears throat> wow. Uh, how a fight didn't happen, you know, this could have, that could have easily been a world star moment. Like, she missed, she missed the opportunity for that one. Um, and speaking of which, how, how would, Devin, you're married. How would you handle it, handle it if your mother hid your uh, marriage certificate. Well, right before you were trying to go down the aisle, she had, she had more sense than that one. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, my mother isn't, isn't crazy. My mother's actually very practical, so I can't even imagine that, but I would be living with her if it, if it was to happen. And two, the funny thing is, um, I'm American, Cynthia's American, Cynthia's American, both our husbands are, um, are West Indian, so it's not easy to deal with them. So I actually, when I watch the show and watch them, I actually relate to her so much more than what people realize. Because I'm like, the same shit I deal with, the same shit I do sometimes at home. It's the only difference is, I shake his ass. I, 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 I shake him in a heartbeat. No, no, I don't. But, um, I mean, it, it is tough. It's extremely tough. Well, don't, you know, don't apologize. You know. Some people like that stuff. Oh, I don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't like it. You shake me, I'm punching you in the eye. But um, no. So it's like it's it's not hard. Like I mean, it's like, it is very hard. It's nothing at all. Right? And I watched him. I'm like, oh my god. But he doesn't want to acknowledge it. But I'm like the whole like Peter's extra flirty. I'm flirty too. Don't get me wrong. But I keep it at bay. Like it never gets physical. It never actually translates into me meeting you in person and flirting with you in person. I may do it via text over the phone, but in person, oh, I man. don't. I just don't. My husband never ever hand. Sometimes he. He can do it. He doesn't. He doesn't. He isn't always aware that I know. But you know, I think it fits my battles. So, but I actually get it. And it's it's so many cultural differences that there's weird things that are acceptable to him that aren't going to me and vice versa. So I understand the difficulty of why they may not work. But you know, if there's love there, you make it work. And you you, you just make it work. You find a way to compromise. You find a way to, to understand the other person to embrace the differences. So that's my look on it. But yeah. as far as those two, though, I kind of think they are far. They had it far worse than what we do. Because we're actually good. The stuff we break about is real dumb shit. You said the they stuff that you all fight about? Yeah, it's, it's like trivial stuff. We both know it. I'm like, babe, we just had a shit argue over who used the toothpaste last. Like, really? You know, so it's like, no. <laughs> I'm actually thankful for our fights because our fights are like, they're petty. Aww. Most of the time. Watching them on TV, it's, it's like, wow, it's, it's totally different. So I understand, you know, they need one to divorce. I don't blame them. Plus, they're on TV, too, so it's like they're always being watched and kind of criticized for it. So I I understand the need to just want to get away from it and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, she had it really hard. I mean, she came in, um, you know, being criticized and 
immediately being bashed. I mean, they were planning this huge, massive wedding, which still, I think, amounted to a million dollars. I think they lowered the cost of the wedding to a million dollars. I mean, a million-dollar event in Atlanta is serious. A million-dollar wedding by someone who is not an A-lister is a lot of money. (laughs) That really is. So, And they did this during the recession. So, I mean, that alone, and they really downplayed that wedding um, by saying that the, you know, the venue was empty and whatnot. They held it inside of a friggin' museum. People don't get married in museums. I mean, so, uh, you know, they, they fought, they, they, they gave it a a good fight. Um, you know, I'm a business person. I respect them for, they've tried many projects, many didn't work. You know, you spent money renovating a place, then the place you're, you're renting it from someone that goes into foreclosure. So therefore you lost all the money that you spent in renovations. They just really had it tough. (laughs) Those two, um, but they were my favorite couple. Like I felt like they were the, you know, they were more real. Like they went through actual, uh, uh, real stuff. And being someone who has worked uh, for many people who are businesses that failed during the recession, et cetera, I kind of understand and can relate. <laughs> right, um, right, right, right. Uh, they, they did have the most realistic like marriage on that show because it was over glamorized. We saw them struggle with bills and arguing about finances and stuff like that. So it's like that stuff makes them relatable to me. And even though they may not be like, you know, the other ones who who live this this shallow life. It's like to me they were realistic and I appreciate that. And keep in mind now, they didn't live too shabby. Now I could I could take that house. I'd happily move down and move in that house of theirs. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's funny. No, thank you. <laughs> so like funny because I thought the home was be- I thought the home was beautiful. Yeah, but I think that was her home first. Like Cynthia Bailey is a supermodel, beautiful. She can move on, but I think Peter came to the table with nothing. He came to the table with plans, ideas, and her family were like concerned because they knew you know he didn't bring anything, and he's owing like over one hundred thousand bucks for eviction uh, notices. And she's worth like two point million. Now she made like six hundred thousand from two thousand twelve to two thousand thirteen. But not, not, I think, not too bad of an income. Go ahead. Yeah. And um, she could definitely move on, but her family was invasive. And as Peter I wouldn't be able to deal with that. Her mom and her sister were to me. Now, hold on. As, as far as the in, invasive families, um, Jev, Jevin's gone through the marriage process. I didn't quite get to the end, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I have, I have uh, uh, gone in that direction. And um, I have um, – I'm not – do I want to be recorded? Discussing my in-laws. <laughs> in-laws. I mean, but in any relationship, you know, in-laws, in-laws are they're going to be tough. You know, you you are the outsider. You have to prove yourself to the other one, and you can't. And I don't can't like control that. other people. I mean, yeah, you can't control them. I think I do very well with getting along with people, um, but it's. You know, it's tough. I mean, when you know that someone just has it out for you, and that they're likely yeah. not going to, they're not going to change their mind. Um, I mean, it is what it is. You know, you you try and cooperate with them and get along, but um, Devin, I think I think you know a little something about about the in-laws. I mean, you didn't. Apparently, your your marriage certificate made it. Made it where it needed to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but we kind of like eloped on a low. Like, we didn't even announce we were married to like maybe months after we were married. We got married okay. in November. We didn't even start telling anybody to like around the beginning of the year, like around January and February. Well, I feel like, like, yeah, like, January, like, January. We told our closest friends, but my mother didn't even know. Our family didn't even know. My sister See, called me and cursed that's me what out. I but you know my family loves him though like they do and ultimately with them it's like they don't care what he does as long as i'm happy with him that's ultimately what they care about as long as i see what i see that's all they care about when when he comes around 
they embrace them. Keep on, my family is Southern. So, like, oh, hey, babe, are you hungry? You know, like, all that good stuff. My family is. They, they'll feed you. They'll take care of you. And his family loves me as well. But see, like, you eloped. So, you quietly eloped. That's what I should have done. Do you know where our fighting was, where, where a lot of it started? What? I was being accused of being a male bride dealer. <laughs> I can see that. It was the it was the wedding planning, and I said no. If I'm getting married, I am getting married, and it is going to be in such and such fashion. And um, yeah, I was looking at a small room in the Four Seasons here, which actually isn't as much as as one would think, but just just imagine that was the direction that I was that I was going on. You can picture where that. You can picture where that. I don't understand was, that. Was like, I, I just don't like. I've watched people flip out and turn into like monsters over this. I'm like, for me personally, but then again, I'm also a minimalist, and I, I'm really low maintenance. So I don't really care like about a lot of stuff. I keep telling people I don't care about a lot of stuff. But I'm like, the most important moment of that for me was the moment I did Like that's all I needed. I didn't need anything else. I needed us to be there. All I needed was me and him. That's all I needed. And I threatened someone over an event recently. Like, I, I've i worked on other people's for years. Um, I mean, I have, like, an online publication, and I tend to, again, do projects that generally involve others, but I have not had something around my name specifically in years. And the last proposal that I got, I said, okay, picture me telling you this with a knife in my hand. Okay. <laughs> if if I do this, it has to be right. My name is involved in this, okay? And if it is not, I will kill you. And that is not up for discussion. Like, it will happen. <laughs> and I think that's why I'm single now. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, um, a certain yeah, level of crazy is kind of hot. So, you know, a certain, at a certain point, it's like, you know, not too hot. Yeah, right, right. I mean, it's, it, I might have exaggerated a little, but um, but no, you know, just the, the process of, of getting getting married is, is a, it can be a very emotional thing. You know, there, there's a lot, there's a lot involved, but I say all the time being focused. I do a lot. And again, that is, that's the key word that I, the operative word that I tend to use. If the end goal is to actually walk down the aisle and to be married, then you will make concessions and you will be able to get from point A to point B without killing each other and other people um, because you're, you're going to see through the end goal. You're not going to just, uh, you know, throw everything away and burn the house down um, in the process, you know, because we have to ride in one car versus two you know, type of thing. I've, I've seen all of that. I'm friends with a former, um, uh, someone who was on Bridezilla um, some years ago. I blame her. I need to go look her up and tell her that she was a, she was a bad influence. <laughs> yeah, blame it on her. I'm sure she'd be like, yeah, it's me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good, as she should. All right. Um, now, Anthony, you're in, you're in New York. Um, yes. And you just recently moved up there, right? Tell me I'm right. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, um, definitely right. <laughs> and so I've I've seen you do film, which your short film was really good. Like, I don't even watch short film. I like that. Um, but, um, yeah, I didn't want to look at it first. You know, it's a short film. I don't like short films, but I liked it. Um, but, you know, there's plenty of, like, web series and whatnot up in New York. Um, let's say you were on a reality show, and A, well, would you would you do one? I guess yes, like the opportunity presented. Um, how would you handle being in a relationship on on film? Like, you know what, it, funny. Do, you, do you think it's possible? Oh, <laughs> I, I think it's not possible because you got to have some kind of tagline about your life and you. Can, Reality TV is dealing with relationships, but dealing with family relationships, I don't think, I don't know if my family would be involved, so that would make it tough. But dating, I would just have to create this task for myself to say, I'm like a, a player just dating 
different females and just have to have some um, scandal with it of just me cheating like doing a threesome or doing a or oh my buried and created oh. a it, I mean it's so much into reality when you look at Atlanta uh loving hip hop which um, note to self Anthony might be making sex tape to cover in the next three yeah. years. So I, can, yeah, so I can keep myself relevant. Because reality TV is so competitive now. Everyone's doing like work outside of the show to make themselves. Like the girl from, she, she created a sex tape, TVJ, uh, Baby Mother. You know, Mimi, it's just like, hey, Yeah, uh, Mimi. It, it just seemed like she did that just to, it, then she was involved. Uh, with the guy and oh, I, I, listen, I just I know that that's old, but I just look. You made me start grinning here. <laughs> it's not the fact that she did a sex tape. It's the fact that it was like, I mean, that was a professionally done something that if you, yeah, you know who to do a sex tape, that is how you do it. Oh that's man! True. And she made a lot of money from it. The so only thing that was needed it. was to put a bag over his head. Oh my! Um, <laughs> yeah, some oh, words of Kim oh, Fields. Oh my! Um, yeah, oh wow! <laughs> Everything else went fine, huh? <laughs> Everything else was. Oh, very, yeah. very, very much so. You know, I would try and like, you know, you can edit or like censor the screen, like your, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for center the television screen and. I was joking once. I was like trying to move it around to cut off his head during a scene he was doing. I was like, see, perfect. Just stay just like that. <laughs> um, so, so now that we just have a confession from Anthony that he might be doing a sex tape, um, Devin, do we, should we be? Will we have this to look forward to from you and the Mister? Definitely not. No. Okay. No. Just, I thought I was. Nope. No way in hell. Sorry. No, check. <laughs> mm. Nope, nope, nope. I'm too territorial. I'm too possessive. So is he. I don't want anybody watching him. I want anybody watching either. Nope. Okay. Well, I've, I've seen you with that knife. So. Oh, and, and that's that's literally like that's that's like I a, a picture of manifestation of me. Like, I am crazy like that. All right. Um, oh my it. God. So I forgot the other part of this. Um, Cynthia's been out in L.A. Um, and it's been said that she's considering moving out there. <clears throat> Um, while her husband lives in a completely other state. I mean, how you can remain in a relationship with a man in another state like Jesus Christ. How do you just hold up? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We started off in different states too. But started off, yeah. Is is different than just up and, and moving to another state and not even bothering to say when you're gonna come home, if ever. Well, if they went through the whole divorce process, I mean, it kind of makes sense for that to happen. Um, I, I could that that's true. I can see that, but you know, when he had, I guess, if I'm married and um, you know, you want to open an establishment in another state, um, okay, we need to have something on paper, something, a plan on you not having to be there all the time. Um, but I mean, it just, that was very. I mean, and it seemed like it was from the moment that he decided to open it, he just was always there in Raleigh. Like, Georgia and North Carolina are not that close either. Um, but, hey. Um, and, and and I guess to counter what Anthony mentioned about what he brought to the table, I believe um, it, it looked like he wooed her to come down there. I mean, he was the one who was paying for this million-dollar wedding. And, you know, through the process, she said, you know, I felt like I was cheated because, you know, you sold me this dream, and I get here, and all of a sudden the numbers are all different, and I have to cut this and cut that. This yep. isn't the story I was told. I was perfectly fine in New York. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, what, and, and she kept saying that during the um, season, she kept saying, how she missed New York and how she was. I would to go too. Back. I mean, it's Atlanta. I mean, it's a yeah. huge difference now. Yeah. I, I like both. Yeah. I mean, they went through a lot. I mean, and again, just going from New York to Atlanta is, is a huge step. And I mean, and she's a true New Yorker. She, remember, she was trying to get, if, if you all remember, she was trying to get Nene Leakes to eat a, a hot dog 
from a hot dog stand. And oh, he would yeah. say, oh, I can't. Oh, country. She country somehow. Yeah, um, I can't do it, and I can't get on the subway. It's my first time. It's like, it was like two different cultures. I mean, but, uh, yeah. well, I'm not going to say that she's being country. I think that she's being more bougie than anything because Cynthia is actually from Alabama. Um, so <laughs> she's more uh, cultural than any. I think Cynthia has more, like, um, class culture. I mean, she just doesn't have her, she, she doesn't have her nose up, up her own ass, to put it yeah. nicely. Yeah, she's more down to earth. You know what she is? She's more down to earth, I think, because she's had fame, you know, with the modeling and been everywhere, lived in New York before the age of 50. So she right. has that. She is freaking gorgeous. Like, if you actually get possible, she is freaking beautiful. She is. She's no, Ashley and my thing about them two breaking up, I said, good for you, Cynthia. Leave Papa Smurf. <laughs> I mean, she's a supermodel, for God's sake, and a gorgeous one. At her age, she could do better. But uh, did you think that Needy, I mean, did you think that Peter kind of got in the mix between Needy and Cynthia, like, breaking up as friends? Do you think he was, like, the cause of it? Um, I mean... Because she told him, you need to stay out of grown woman business and stop acting like a damn bitch. I never forget. Ooh, when that. Do you remember that? Like Devin, you know you're you're married to an island man. Um, I mean, would you advise someone to stand in your husband's face and say that man, woman, <laughs> or child? I don't know about that now. I was I actually was afraid for her. I think I need I need to provide some clarity on this. Um, keep in mind, I treat my husband from Antigua. Yes, born and raised. I'm from Baltimore. Keep that in mind, too. There won't be any of that because I'll swing first. He already knows that. Like, he, he's not the fighter, actually. I am in between the two of us. So he will back down. I won't. So that won't be an issue. That's never an issue. Even in the club, I'm quick to get to my face to defend him. You know, so it's like, no. He, he, he sits back. And I get a little ghetto sometimes, just from time to time, you know. I be throwing so often. Yeah, we, all have, we all have a little wrench to get out there. No, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not a little. It's definitely there. Like the kind of <laughs> At least you can own it. Oh, I do. I'm mean, the way I come from. But no, he he's actually he he's mouthy, mm-hmm. but he's he's not the with the body to back it up. I don't talk. I mean, I just want to smack you. <laughs> I don't got time for that. So in that in that instance, it wouldn't it wouldn't even be like that because I would be in between them and so and so's face. He they won't be in my husband's face. They'll be in my face with the quickness. But look, I mean, when that instance happened, I actually like I clutched my heart. I was scared for her. I didn't know what was going to happen. They're both big. Peter's big, and he <laughs> is. Without a doubt, big. A big, huge. Um, Yes, the moose has spoken. Remember when uh, Kenya said that? (laughs) Yes. And Kenya is a big woman, yes. She's a very large woman. And it's so funny how, like, Cynthia allowed Needy to, like, talk to him that way as if she agreed with them. And it reminded me of that Beyonce is the Solange thing. Uh, Beyonce just let her sister beat her up to the ass. And smiled about it. It smiled about it. So it was like, smiled. First, on the elevator, it's loud and bit ham on him. And Beyonce was like, good. So I guess you got to have to have that uh, girlfriend or that um, sister that would tell off your man if he's doing wrong. Like, girl, let's, keep, let, let's keep something else in mind as well. Now, you know, she was going through some serious things. You know, they were business-wise, et cetera. And, hey, Pick and choose your battles, I guess. I mean, with me, I, I can get excited very easily. All right. And the only thing that really gets me upset is like, or gets me, uh, you know, on 10 is, is business. But, um, yeah, that's, it's like that. That's on you too. You, you, you two folks want, y'all want to go scrap it out. That's, that's on you. You know, I have business to run out other stuff. I don't care. Okay, you know, she probably but, 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 she probably half wanted to see that Donald Trump wig snatched off her head. 
secretly. She did. <clears throat> yeah. But I think that, you know, Nita put herself in a bad situation when she did that because Peter could have easily called her a bitch. And then Greg and him, they know Nita kind of know how to. This ain't Phaedra. Yeah. Phaedra. <laughs> High class attorney, Phaedra Pop. Hey, you know, Phaedra just would have walked away, but she knows who to talk to that way. Well, well, well I, I don't know about that. You said Phaedra might part, might walk away. Do you remember when uh, Kenya told her she said you'll be you'll be picking your teeth up off that floor, oh, pregnant and all? Gosh. I couldn't. Oh yeah, and see, I don't know how you can put yourself on reality <laughs> TV being pregnant. Like if I was pregnant and if I was a a young female. I would want my pregnancy to be no drama, stress. I don't want it to lose the baby. I don't know how these pregnant ladies do it. Well, I'll say this. If, if you do, I lost my baby I if you do get pregnant, <laughs> if you do get pregnant, please let me know so I can cover it. Please, please break it so, I would tell my wife, though, I'm sorry, but I would tell, I would actually tell my wife, you're not doing reality TV because you're pregnant, and I don't want any drama. I mean, you got to double the price up because you got a really good tiger and new babies coming. And they want to birth it, and then they want to take their birth. You know, it's all, I think it's just all a money thing. Um, yeah, when the, when the checks come in, um, absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, next topic, uh, Chris Brown. In Inc. Magazine, he went on about the things that his daughter royalty has taught him, but... Um, According to his behavior, I'm not exactly sure what the hell he could have possibly learned. Um, he just mocked his ex who said she was suicidal. To be honest, I'm sick of him. I'm, I'm sick of the stories. Um, but I'll say this. I think he's a has-been. He's miserable. He's not taking his medication. He doesn't listen to anybody. He doesn't do shit he's told from publicists, judges, nobody, his mother. And the only time he makes news is when he's attacking someone. Um, yeah, Chris Brown comments. Um, how do you? <laughs> what, what do you think of him? Uh, period. Chris Brown um, is talented, but yet he needs help. I mean, he's with the run-ins with the law, um, he's, he's and he thinks it's cute. He, he likes to be in court. He likes to be a bad boy. But I think it's hidden pain. He definitely needs counseling. He, he, did say, he did say that he's a rebel. And my thing is, you have a daughter. Um, I don't think that you need to be a rebel while you have a child, okay? Um, all this jumping in the back of people's cars um, without invitation, um, stalking your ex in the club. You know, he's been shot at in a club. Um oh, in LA, yeah, um, it's 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 too much, and he didn't want his uh, other ex, uh, Carucci. Like, that is such a disgusting name. Um, <laughs> like he didn't want Carucci on reality TV, but if he keeps it up, he is he. That's all he's going to be able to do, like at some point, because he's like a walking sideshow, sideshow Brown. Um, Devin, what do you what do you think about the, the 2016 Chris Brown? Does he have a chance of coming up out of this little whatever it is, slump or whatever he's in, this little mental state? I don't think so. And the reason why I I don't I don't think so because it's like it's become what he's known for now. Like it's, it's like he's he's been picked that way. And Chris Brown hasn't really been like obvious, hasn't really been like really successful. Like maybe about five years, maybe. At least, well, albums really haven't really been, haven't really been going too well, but he 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 always will have money because he's a contract. He's he don't like him or not. He he's a good writer. He's he's a great writer. He can he can write. Music. Yeah, he's he write, he's a great songwriter. So it's like he'll always have a, a niche. But no, as as a performer, I haven't seen Chris Brown on TV in a while. I haven't even listened to his music, and I love Chris Brown. So I don't know, like. I don't, I don't see him being around. I mean, I'm not saying being around, but I don't see him like being what he once was. And the thing is, he's still young. He's not even like different. He's like the 40s or 30s. I would get it. Right. But he's still in the 20s. Dude burned out, and, and it's already done. And something's I mean, be wrong with him. Like you can see it. Something isn't right. And I think it's deeper than what we know. Something's definitely wrong. 
can I say Chris something? Brown looks bad. Go he ahead. looks bad. He looks horrible. You compare him to Drake, and like the whole physical image of just, just you know, drinking your eight glasses of uh, water and oh. working out. Well, you know, Chris Brown is on drugs. And how about I this? Mean, he looks bad. Listen, you two are, you know, you two are, are fitness gurus, and um, that's the reason why I had pictures of the both had body pictures of the both of you and and not of me next to it not yet um maybe next time um no 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 comment no (laughs) but you know he's never been that in shape for a dancer i I mean i don't know how you all feel about it but i've always said that that he's just for a dancer he's just never really been he's never really had a dancer body which i always thought was very interesting I mean, okay. am I being extra judgmental? He's always been really lean. So, like, to me, he looks yeah. like a dancer, but he just doesn't, he doesn't look like a big dancer. But he's, he's very lean. You can see he's, he's, you can see his muscle. He's, he's just lean. As of lately, I don't know what's going on from lately, but, like, when he was younger, he was just really lean. So, to me, he looked like a dancer. Like, he didn't really have too much muscle mass. He was very agile, very nimble, very, very lean. So, to me, he looked like a dancer. Okay, I, I'm going to leave, you know. I'm gonna leave my little shade, this shade there. Um, and I see he's a dancer because I usually see him move. Motherfucker can dance. So he can, like he's yeah, he really like the best dancer of the generation. No one can touch him of the generation. Yes, he can. That is no, that is definitely the truth. I mean, and, and my biggest thing with him and, and many artists that I I know is that the advice I always give is, um, you know, don't ruin your talent. Don't yeah. um, do things that can, you know, ruin your voice. You know, in the 90s, Mariah had started drinking. And um, I know that white wine is torture on your vocal cords. Like, it dries your vocal cords. And it's, no, I have no other way to put it, but torture. And she loves white wine. And I remember in 2005, every time I would see her, she had wine in her hand. She always had a glass in her hand. Always, always. And it really is bad. Like, I've never really been a drinker, but probably around turning 21, um, I didn't know any better. Like, I, I, had these, I had these big wine goblets, and I would drink, like, 16 ounces. I would, like, fill the whole thing, <laughs> drink, like, the whole thing at once. And then I couldn't speak. And then I would wonder why I was a horse and whatnot. Yeah. No, alcohol does that in general. Like, yeah. It's all drinking and, like, you kind of sing day after. It's horrible. It's like, I'm like Barry White. My voice is so deep, so husky. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just my voice. Oh, oh, Devin is Barry White. Have a drink before the next time. And let's, let's do radio with you after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is not. I, was, I hate it. I'm like, my voice is extra deep. The list goes there. Drinking and yelling and cussing out people to the next day you will And I'll keep in mind, I was 21. I was doing tech support at the time. Uh, I was on the phone for at least eight hours a day. And uh, my doctor actually was concerned about my voice because I was actually having like that glass like once in a day. And it, like I would get off from work and I couldn't speak. Like I, it, it wouldn't work. Like it was painful to speak. It's one of the stupidest things I've ever done. Dumbest decisions, dumbest things I've encountered. The fact that I could have actually done uh, vocal cord damage from wine and eight hours of talking, and it just totally didn't occur to me. So I have a little bit of a personal uh, experience there, but just with him, you know, between the drugs and stuff like that, don't. Don't ruin your talent. You know, don't ruin your career. He has, he should be on top. Like, he should be in the place that the Trey Songs is, who sounds like a goat falling through glass under, singing underwater. Well, wait a minute. Well, Trey Songs isn't really in a higher place anyway. Well, I mean, he's considered, I mean, the difference, Chris Brown was more pop, so he had more of the, the crossover. Trey Songs has kind of been known for, like, dominating uh, R&B which still is under, like, under, like, Brown's place in, in pop or where he once was. Um, but I, I, think I, have, I think I have to agree. I mean, some, some would say that about R&B. I'm kind of following on, on their words, but I don't personally feel that he's that big. And I, I'm just saying Chris Brown should be on top. I mean, he had all the makings. Uh, 
a pop star, but he just keeps ruining it with his mouth, breaking out his mother's windshield. And he doesn't discriminate on the people he fights that he fights. He he beats up men, women, and children. Well, wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. But the thing about this, though, we have Chris Brown, but some, some of us also have Justin Bieber. Same concept. But he didn't beat anybody up, though. He may not have, but he's still. I think. I think he's still strung out. He still has issues. He's still doing a lot of dumb shit. But he's only gotten more popular as he got older, which is so, which is so weird. It's true. I mean, I think he saw the writing on the wall for for a moment. Um, it looked like that was it, it was kind of going to be the end for him. It was around 2012 or 2013, and they were telling him like, you, you kind of need to to cool it. I mean, he made 60 million in one year, 60 million dollars. 60. Oh, wow. Um, yes. So, um, I mean, they were kind of telling them to reel it in a little bit because you're entirely too young to, you know, destroy yourself already at, like, before you're legally able to drink. Um, so I think he's reeled it in a little bit. We haven't, you know, TMZ kind of stopped their daily beaver stories like they did at Britney. So at least – the you know the frequency of those stories has died down, so I'm going to assume that he's doing a little bit better. Um, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed, but yes, uh, yeah, there's they have you know the they have white people have their have their little troubled person on that side too. I just hope he doesn't turn violent. But but you are white people are afraid of this. I think his reputation will go a long way of being this bad boy. And I believe, you know, I'm going to go. And I really do believe that he should like clean himself up this year and just do a comeback and do not use your kid as a, um, just as just like get dad cover up because I'm taking my kids on the red carpet. That is a team shit. Yeah, he does. He's trying to pull out the childish. Hey, look, I'm an adult. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I was saying like I didn't sit down for a little bit. Like I just, I just see him. You are. <laughs> I just fish for the sound for like a year or two. Just go clean yourself up, do what you gotta do, shadow the limelight for a little bit, come back decent, and call it a day. I agree. I agree. Now, guys, last story. Um, Caitlyn Jenner has been a full-fledged woman for about an entire twelve months. Uh, at least for all I can see, I haven't seen any upskirt pictures or anything to claim otherwise. But um, she says she misses being Bruce. Um, but if I came out to the world and now she's having a sex change and do so on national television only to have your show canceled because no one cares, I want to be a man again too. What do you think? Being in an abusive relationship, right? I guess I, mean, I find somebody. I find somebody. Okay, I'm, I'm used to being in an abusive relationship, right? I find uh-huh. somebody who cares about me, and I realize it's me. It's not that I miss being hit. It's just that I'm used to it. So it's like I equate love with that. So it's like I don't. I don't miss it. But I'm just used to it. I think it's more so that. I don't think he's actually. Oh, man. I think it's more so he's used to living that way. It happens to suppress himself. So that he is that doing it. Like oh, I'm. Used, I'm accustomed to living this way for decades. Now it's like oh well. I don't have to. You know, it's, it's like something it's something he's so used to doing that now he has to have to. It's like, where did it go? I think it's hey. more so missing it. I don't, I don't think it's more so he's missing it. I think it's more so something he's used to not. I think you're right. And I have to say that um, I think in the article that I shared with you all, the, the Daily Mail mentioned that there was a. No, it was somewhere else. There was a person who had a sex change who wanted to go back. I don't know if they did or not. But they said that, you know, uh, their private parts, the vagina was just their inverted scrotum, and they said, and so when you're when when aroused, you still feel like you have, um, like you have male parts. And they said, so it's like a phantom penis syndrome. Um, I mean, you know, you have a sex change. You're not going to wake up as a newborn baby, you know, in another body, so... It's going to take some getting used to, and um, I really think that that's possibly all that uh, Miss Caitlin's going through. Um, you know, I'm not going to throw, throw too much shade uh, at her. Um, you know, it took guts to do that. At that stage in life, 
Um, and again, how hard could it be to go through all this and to share your life with the world and again to have the show canceled? You know, it's like I just oh, went through all this for nothing. Kind of. Oh, well, wait, well, wait. Um, how much is this bitch worth again? I'm pretty sure it's up there, but I don't yeah. know. So, so, no, so her struggle is different than the average you know, transgender, transsexual struggle, struggle you see in the streets of Baltimore, D.C., or even New York. So it's like, no, I don't really have sympathy in that aspect, at least, at least from a financial standpoint. Emotionally, yeah, that, that's never easy, but the financial part, this bitch could have had her body reconstructed from the, from the, the foot on up to her scalp. So I'm not worried about that. That, that does, I don't have any sympathy for that. But yeah, the emotional part of it, the, the actual physical part, like as far as being a guy, that is a little different. That I'm like, okay, I can kind of sympathize with you a little bit because that is something that money can't fix. If you, nothing can fix that. That's that's something eternally you have to work on. This is true. Um, what are your thoughts, Anthony? I. I I think it's a system where you can say, oh, I miss being black or I miss being an American or I miss this, and you decided to kick this. Well, you can find something, a way to deal with the first one. You know, there's yeah. some, I'm sure there's some people who are interested in that. <laughs> well, go ahead. And, um, hopefully, I mean, like, hopefully it wasn't. Hopefully the person, I, I know, I hate to say this, it's such like a touchy situation. Hopefully he's not bipolar and he makes rash decisions. And it's because friends make a decision to, for a sex change and put it on national TV, it shows that he was really serious about it. And I mean, I would hope that if, 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 if that were the case, the bipolar, I would hope that, you know, a doctor or something would, be, would have intervened. Uh, in between, you know, I mean, generally, like if you have a client, you know, as a, um, you know, psychiatrist or something, you see them on television, like, oh, I'm gonna have a sex change, and you call them and say, hey, and roll up a newspaper and you hit them. No, and you'll, you know, like a dog. Yeah, and it's funny because you know what it is too. Women would say that it's harder to be a woman than to be a man, and a man has the easier raising boys or easier girls are difficult, and being a woman is. I mean, I could only imagine hair, makeup, shoes, competition, pettiness, having kids. Well, Devin's from Baltimore, and so he's encountered, I'm sure, plenty of men that had to deal with all those things you just listed. Yeah, uh, the same stuff. <laughs> Watch it now. Watch it. And that's, that's right. No, no. And, and Anthony's yeah. from Atlanta, too. He, so I'm sure he's seen some of those. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Man, it's people together going at it. And um you know, I mean I'm just looking walk on by. I can tell. Okay. <laughs> as you should, okay. You know, you already you know, you already have that situation taken care of. Um exactly. So, yes, as you should. Um one thing you know, I understand, I do look at things, you know, a little bit more than, than money. Um, I used to, so sorry for her, on keeping up with the Kardashians because she always looked, or when she was a he, always looked uncomfortable, and I never could put my finger on it. Like when the camera would come, he was always running off to do something, like go through the dishes or like go, you know, going to the bank or going in the garage. Like, what are you doing? Like, we're doing the same thing that Nene said recently. We're doing something here. Like, Stay put. Like, we're talking to you. Why are you looking the other way? Like it's, it was a sign of depression. I I felt, or I didn't want to yeah, take it that far. I just thought he was shy. I just said, you know, he's not used to it, or he never wanted to be on the show. And so when it was revealed that you know he wanted to be a woman, I said, oh well, now it makes sense. Not to mention all those years of lesbian hair jokes make sense. Um, but. You know, I'm sure it must be tough looking in the mirror, looking in the mirror and seeing Janice Dickinson and opening your mouth and hearing Ving Rhames, Tyrese's daddy on uh, Baby Boy. But oh, yeah. one step at a time. I'm sure they. I'm, I'm sure he's gonna get gonna get it together. And at that late stage in life, um, 
Yeah, you, you're kind of getting up there. Please find some happiness. Find it quick. Because yeah, he's like over 60, right? Like 66? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of old to be going through all that now. You know, uh, uh, Wendy Williams said, you know, you, you're supposed to be a granddad instead of running around playing in heels, which I thought was a little mean. Yeah, but so... Understood. That's why I was thinking it probably was a... It was weird that he was taking the hormone pills back in the 80s, so I guess he always wanted to make this decision, and he guess he had enough guts to do it at the age of 67. And people do say, like, when you get older, you just make bold decisions and don't care what people think. But now I think with this decision... It's becoming the uh, spectacle of fame, you know, being on the cover of the magazine, these interviews. He became like the most popular Kardashian. And yeah, and up until the show was canceled. But look, every, you know, he's a Jenner slash, she's a Jenner slash Kardashian. Everything they do is a spectacle. Um, now, <laughs> um, wrapping up, this show is brought to you by our parent company, VM3 Media, your destination for all your communication and media consulting needs. I would like to thank our guests, Anthony and Devin, for coming on today. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you. you, Devin. Much appreciated. Um, and before we go, um, I mean, both of you guys are like kind of new New Yorkers. Um, but Anthony just got up there more recently. Um, to my understanding, you just signed to um, Smart Models. Yes, I did. Yeah. Smart Model Management. Um, how has that been so far? Um, it's going pretty good. Um, I just shot with one of the photographers called Simone. I just received some pictures on today and it's a um, it's competitive tough tough um, just pushing through it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be you'll be fine. I mean you survived like what? Maryland, mm-hmm. Atlanta, exactly. Korea. I think yep. that you can you'll be fine in New York. <laughs> yep. And surviving New York for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I told you, I mean, the your um your stories, and and we, for those who don't know, we covered um, uh, Anthony for as a com eye candy model, and um I think the articles were liked quite a bit. I think I said one of them was shared or something like four hundred sometimes on Facebook, um, just quite a lot um in comparison to others. So um, congratulations and keep it's up so the funny. keep up the good work. Um, and congratulations on a, is this what, your third year of marriage, something like that, um, Devin? Tell me I'm right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's like 2013, I think, you got married. Sorry. Wow, I didn't even look that up. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Um, keep up the good work. Um, hang in there, and... Um, Anyway, it's been fun. Until next time, um, tune in to popglitz.com for the latest and current events.